and welcome to another episode of Convancing Coffee Break with me, Mandy Brown, and Richard Snape. Richard, we're getting towards the end of the year, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to look at convincing in the current climate and looking forward, some of the issues that might be affecting convincing in 2023. So should we start off with ground rents? What's likely to be of issue? Yeah, I'm not sure it's going to be good news. And this is obviously, you know, the sort of worst case scenario. But picking out my notes from the days of the credit crunch from sort of late 2007 to 2009, 10, and some of the topics I was talking about then, the ground rent one isn't one, actually, it's that I was talking about in the past, in the days of the financial crisis. Obviously, the problem in relation to escalating ground rents has all but gone for the new residential leases of more than 21 years duration because since June the 30th with one exception if you exchange contracts post that day the leasehold reform ground rent act is in force so it's prohibited to charge anything but the peppercorn though major exception not the only one but the major exception being for obvious reasons shared ownership leases there is a bit of a pitfall that uh, it doesn't apply yet to um, leases and we take relation to retirement properties where it doesn't come in until April the first of next year so that's something to look out for. Also, under Competition and Market Authority pressure, a lot of the developers are getting rid of their escalating ground rents from pre-June the 30th as well. And uh, you won't be paying uh, an increase in ground rent. You'll be paying the first year's ground rent for the rest of the term. I think the biggest problem looming is not the doubling ground rents that I've been talking about for years now in courses. It's RPI-based increases. Because I'm amazed that a lot of the mortgage companies were in November, November the 23rd today. And a lot of the mortgage companies in their part twos will still accept and say that they don't want to be told about retail prices index increases in ground rent. And I suspect they won't be saying that in a few months from now. I don't want ground rent. Um, LPI is on 11.1% at the moment. Hopefully it's sort of peaked on that but it's going to be high i suspect for some time to come and um rpi based increases in the short term at least are actually worse than doubling every 10 year ground rents i would make sure i told the clients in no uncertain terms about the the nature of rpi based increases in ground rent because i suspect that's going to be the next threat of litigation against conveyances so that's one thing but on the topic of mortgage companies there's been a lot in the press recently about mortgage companies and mortgage offers can you tell us when can mortgage companies actually withdraw them yeah there's been a lot of misinformation in the, in the media actually on this it obviously sort of reached a fever pitch on was september the 23rd with the first autumn statement i joined liz truss's brief reign as uh, as prime minister at the moment we have rishi sunak as prime minister but who knows what will happen in the not too distant future but uh, basically mortgage companies can withdraw the mortgage offer at any time before completion occurs and the money's being paid over. They don't in normal markets like to do so. They will if there's a sort of material change of circumstance like clients losing their job or having further fraud on credit checks. And obviously mortgage offers only last for a certain amount of time, usually three to six months duration, but they can be longer. If the market turns for the worst, 
and who knows, they will withdraw mortgage offers. They always reserve the right to revalue properties at any time until completions occurred. Now, again, remember back in the days of the credit crunch, the withdrawing mortgage offers on the morning of completion. A lot of products were withdrawn in September when the pound plummeted vis-a-vis the dollar. So that's uh, a distinct possibility if the market does turn for the worst, hopefully not like 2008 all over again. But uh, they might just withdraw mortgage offers. So what particular areas might be an issue and what can conveyancers do about it? Well, the obvious problems are where you've got extended completion dates, which is new builds, which are not physically complete or not even started off plan when we we might just be attempting to exchange contracts. The other problem you've got is the developers give you an expected completion date, but don't promise that property is going to be completed on time. I remember again the days back in the middle of the financial crisis of 2008-9, where they were just mothballing developments, even if they didn't revalue downwards, which they were. Some of the developments in places like Leeds and Salford, I was seeing people or the mortgage companies valuing new build flats at 55% of what you paid for it. So you've got that obvious problem. What to do about it? Certainly make sure you warn your client. And if it's a new build, I would want a long stop on the expected completion date based on your mortgage offer when that's going to lapse because you can far from promise that they're going to renew that offer and um, there is a code you appreciate there's a consumer code for home builders which basically amongst other things says the expected completion date must be revised all one and if you unreasonably delay on completion the purchaser has a right to rescind and get deposits and reservation fees back and um, that's not the same as a long stop based on the mortgage offer i'd ask for that whether you get it's another matter but i'd ask for it and obviously a lot of builders the smaller builders the ones who are not registered with NHBC or Checkmate or Premier Guarantee or LABC. Don't have to use the code. So that's what I'd think about doing it. I think it's a matter of just warning your clients that mortgage offers can be withdrawn and the longer the expected completion date after exchanges, the more likely it's going to happen potentially. So I hope that's not too much doom and gloom. I may be proven right or I might be proven wrong, but I think you've got a plan for the worst case scenarios. So one final question, are there any other problems with new builds? Well, the obvious other problem is the length of time it's taking uh, the HMLR to to register transfers of part because people at the moment, for obvious reasons, are desperate, for instance, to remortgage properties, new build properties, or properties generally want fixed rate mortgages. Because until the registration process has gone through, you can't uh, remortgage. You can obviously ask the land registry to expedite if you can prove that some property transaction is at risk as a consequence, but it still takes time. So that's the obvious other problem to be wary about, I suppose, and perhaps warn your clients. Well, thank you for that, Richard. That was really interesting. And I think everybody should get a lot out of it. Until next time. Goodbye. You have been listening to another episode of Convincing Coffee Break, the only podcast for busy convincing professionals, brought to you by Lawshaw Insurance Brokers, an award-winning UK provider of title insurance. For more information on our free conferences, go to www.lawshawinsurance.co.uk, where you can download recent conference recordings.